Yeah, y'all, we back on a different audience. We, you know what time it is. We hear the creepy doll vibes, right, babe? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to get into some horrifying stories that actually. You know what's weird is that this was not popping up on the last one. Right, that's why I was concerned. That's why I was like, are we really on it or is the website like down and glitchy? Don't tell me we just did a flower of uh, audio. We don't know. If we did, I'm going to be really upset. We don't know. Let me get another bowl because this is too much right now. Well, we just did um, a podcast before this one, and it had the same title, and it was, uh, we, we discussed a lot of shit, so, um, we only did two out of those three stories, right, from the first segment? I think so. Okay, so we'll continue on the stories that we're reading now. But before we end the sh- uh, this podcast episode, we should go back to that other link and read the last story, since they haven't heard those yet. Hopefully the audio recorded to my email, though, because then I can at least post it on Anchor if it didn't show up on here, you know? Yeah, we're waiting for that. Where are you guys at, though? Where's the Anchor audience? Um, I'm sure they'll come in eventually. We just we just gotta keep going. We've only been going for like a minute. Come on, fam. I smell the sage. They probably want something interesting. Yes. Okay. Had to make sure everything was going all right. Is it going, going? Yeah, it's going. Alright. Okay, it's working. We're working. Let's get into the story. Oh, wait. um, I need some bong. Yeah, can't have a story without a bong head, so let's get it going. I love this bong head. McLovin. McLovin. I am McLovin. Oh, shit. You You think she could... She can help you. My goddaughter loves stocking stuffings. It's 11-11. Make a wish. Alright, let's get through these stories. We apologize about this dog. I think someone new moved into the apartment and they have, like, this loud-ass dog. So, um, yeah, uh, you know... We are deeply strange. sorry for, you know, the deceased and the people involved in these crimes. Um, this is just for educational purposes. Oh, let's give out the warning. Just like we did with the last one. Uh, we don't have to scroll up. No, it was the warning. It was that some of these um, stories um, for, from these crimes have... Um, can, Sorry for that brief interruption. Uh, let's get back to this. Peter Fabiano <coughs> died. What police <coughs> was in crime of passion in the late 50s? Los Angeles was shocked by a deadly love triangle in the 50s. <clears throat> when Peter and Betty Fabiano went to sleep Halloween night in 1957, they thought they were finished with trick-or-treaters, but in the middle of the night, the doorbell of their Los Angeles home rang. Peter got out of bed, brought Candy to the door. On the doorstep was a woman wearing a mask. She raised her hand, which was in a paper bag, and shot him in the chest. He died instantly. Oh. 
According to the Los Angeles Times, police eventually arrested a woman named Joan Rabble, who reportedly had a sexual relationship with Peter's wife, Betty. It's believed Rabble talked to another woman, calling Kaiser, into murdering Peter. Rabble was convicted of second-degree murder along with Kaiser and was sentenced to five years to life in prison. Um... And both women were later released. Betsy was never tried for any connection in her husband's death. Sorry, getting really irritated with the dogs in the apartment. And now these ones are going because I think a squirrel just ran by the fence. You want to give it a break, too? We always give it a break. We got more stories to cover up. No, we can keep going. Johnny Flint Garrett was convicted of strangling a nun to death. <laughs> God damn. Oh, my God. Um, on All Crows Eve. <clears throat> it says underneath the photo, Johnny Frank Garrett raped and murdered a nun in Texas. Oh, good. On October 31st, 1981, Sister Tadia, or Tadia, I'm so sorry if I butchered that, Ben's body was found naked in a convent in Texas. The other nuns in the house noticed a broken window in the community room, so they called the police immediately. Authorities found Benz's clothing and a knife under the bed. Meanwhile, an autopsy revealed the nun was stabbed, strangled, and sexually assaulted. It's fucking terrible. That is terrible. Police arrested a man who lived across the street named Johnny Frank Garrett after a witness saw him running from the convent that evening. He was convicted and sentenced to death in 1992. His last words were reported to be I'd like to thank my family for loving me and taking care of me. The rest of the world can kiss my ass. Mm. Wow. Uh, he's a piece of shit. Dude. You're wildly. That's just mad. Disturbing. When people don't even have a motive for these crimes, they just get overwhelmed with the spirit of Halloween. I think just hey, it's Halloween, you know, that shit happens. Weird shit happens this day, so it wouldn't be bad if I knew it. <clears throat> this one says Carl Jackson was killed overnight aching. <clears throat> Some old man got mad. Carl Jackson was killed after a confrontation over car aching. Throwing mm-hmm. eggs on Halloween night is typically a harmless prank, but right. in 1998, it turned deadly when 21-year-old Bronx resident Carl Jackson and his girlfriend went to pick up her son from a party. Teenagers threw eggs at their car. Mm-hmm. Jackson got out of the car to yell at the pranksters to stop. In response, one of the teenagers pulled out a gun and shot Jackson through the head. Why? Teenagers are dumb. He died instantly. That was weird. Are you on a phone call? Oh. Oh, like the camera thing was up. No, was it? Let me finish. Seventeen-year-old Curtis Sterling was charged with second-degree murder and criminal possession of a weapon. He was convicted and is serving 20 years. He receives a card in the mail every Halloween that reads, I'm glad you're still there, from Jackson's mother. Hmm. Okay. It's horrible. Like, yeah, all that just for that, bro. Like, was it worth it? Throw your life away? 
William Lisk killed his family members on Halloween. Looks like Michael Myers. In 2010, 16-year-old Devin Griffin came home. Woo, excuse me. On Halloween to play video games after attending church and spending the previous night sleeping out. He noticed the Michigan home was too quiet, so he went to check on his family members. According to the Sandusk Register, Griffin proceeded to find his stepfather in bed, covered in blood. When police arrived, they found two more bodies, Griffin's mother and brother. Police eventually learned the murder was Griffin's stepbrother. William Liss. Liss beat up his older stepbrother, Derek Griffith, with a hammer, shot his father, William Liss, five times, and then sexually assaulted and shot his stepmother, Susan Liss. That is terrible. Liss pleaded guilty to three counts of aggravated murder to avoid the death penalty, but was found dead in his jail cell in 2015. So, hmm. He took the easy route. <clears throat> One person out of all these people took that route. <laughs> I was expecting to hear it sooner or later. Like one of them get the death penalty, or he didn't even get the death penalty, though, right? No, he didn't get death. Yeah, he avoided that by exceeding some pounds. The brutal killing on Halloween night in 1981 remains unsolved to this day. Photographer Ronald Sisman and Smith College student Elizabeth Glass were beaten in their Manhattan apartment on Halloween night in 1981 before being shot dead. Their apartment was completely ransacked and nothing seemed missing. The case remains unsolved. That was a really short story. I think that was it. So now, we go to another link. <laughs> was that the end? That was the last one. Adventure. Do we have anyone joining us? Not really sure. And we let it go out. So if we did, we probably missed it. All right. It's not fair. It's this. <clears throat> what happened to my sounds? Is your audio up? Yeah. My sounds okay. stopped working. <laughs> <clears throat> It's haunted. It's haunted. Like, bro. You've been hacked by a cat. It's Halloween in July, everybody. It doesn't want to stay lit for more than five seconds. <laughs> no, it does not. And that's not the same battery, but um Yeah. Uh what's next? Oh yeah, the other link. Let's pull it up. My shoulders in a lot of pain. I hate how that dude looks like a Chucky doll. It looks like a ch- a grown ass man, but like a buddy doll. Oh, shoot. A buddy doll. Alright. Here's the other story. Your shoulder? No, like my wrist hurts right here. It feels like it has to pop. And it won't. And, yeah, my shoulder. Well, the shoulder blade. (laughs) Yeah, every time I sleep on that side, it gets stiff and... When I took a shower, it didn't loosen up or anything, so it just kind of hurts to get to soul. 
So this one is the Ghost of La Barbasque Resort. Throughout Latin America, yeah, throughout Latin America, you'll hear variations of the story of the La Llorona. <clears throat> Just like when we saw those videos, or the Wailing Woman, sometimes she's lost her husband, sometimes she's lost her children, sometimes it's both. But in La Parva, a ski spot in the Chilean Andes. Um, the Wailing Woman is named Lola. And everyone in the area swears they knew her before she died. And local restaurant owners said he dated her. Roskier Drew Tabke says, adding that the ski patroller, he heard this story from a pointed at the exact hut where the tale took place. The story starts on a nice day in peak ski season. Uh, Lola and her young son plan to spend a day on the slopes. As can happen in the Andes, a thick fog rose up from the valley, which often precedes a the vir- the uh, I'm sorry, the arrival of a real storm. The clouds enveloped as the, the enveloped the two as they were making their way down from the top of the mountain. When they lost contact with one another, Tappy says, desperate to find her son, Lola began screaming his name as she ran through the thick fog, unable to see clearly. Uh, though she stumbled down a steep slope and began sliding toward the rocky collier. By chance, a local lift operator who was returning to his cabin came across her body. He was afraid she was dead, but on closer inspection, he found she was still alive. Just barely tapped, he says. Um, her body was covered in lacerations from sharp rocks, and the only word she said in the faintest whisper was her son's name. The lift operator worked to carefully pull her body to his cabin, which was just up the hill. He bandaged her cuts as best he could and then ran to fetch the doctor together. The doctor and lift operator made their way back to his hut. The fog uh, hanging thickly in the air when they arrived. Throughout the bed was empty, just bloody sheets remained. Neither the woman nor her son were ever found, Happy says. But Lola's report hearing her well for her child never, whenever there, <coughs> excuse me, near the lift of operator's cabin. Um, here's the thing. Tappy does not believe in ghosts. Something, however, changes when he arrives in Chile uh, each winter. Maybe it's the fact that La Barba, when you see up to Cerro, Cerro El Lomo, <laughs> an Incan child sacrifice site. Maybe it's because Tabke has simply read so many magical realism books by authors like Juan Rojo and Gabriel Garcia Marquez. But uh, sitting alone in his cabin in Andes and the wind whipping and the candles flickering, he swears that every now and then he just can't tell if what he's hearing is a woman or a woman. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Outsideonline.com. Very interesting stuff. So, uh, I think that was it. That was it. So, is there anything that you would like to talk about? <coughs> is there any? <coughs> is there any like spooky encounter you had on Halloween? Not entirely sure. No. Never ever in your life. That's crazy. Yeah, Never maybe. accidentally mistaken like yeah something else for like. A costume. No, surprisingly, I on my Halloween was pretty cool. <laughs> I do remember uh, going out uh, for Halloween around the, the year that like all those clowns were coming. You remember that, right? 
Why is your phone so loud? <laughs> you remember that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that. I didn't run into any clowns or anything, like, but like I remember being worried that like me and my friends were like gonna run into one or something because like you know they were just kind of popping out everywhere but like surprisingly because of how sacramento just is already right there was like no clowns out here Mm-mm-mm. my friend claimed to have seen one like in this park near uh this area that i live in but i'm not sure if they like just trying to scare me or not, you know. I think there was uh there might have been a few uh, But I didn't actually hear about any like clown sightings like so Uh there was some shit. Let me see. I heard about some shit like in Oregon I think and then like I'm pretty sure there was like some stuff like up in like you know, maybe the Humboldt area of California or something. Yeah, creepy clowns start in Sacramento area schools. So there was some? Oh. You may want to see. I don't know. <clears throat> I went out though and everything was fine. Let's see. Let's like totally literally, awesome. everything was fine. Four years ago. Oh, yeah, it was a long time and they talk about they got a hit list of all the schools in Sacramento County. And it was like a freaky ass clown. It was like an extraterrestrial being face, hella modified the paint, the hair, and everything. Like, it looks super real, but you can tell they got the shit from like people or whatever. <clears throat> Seventy-five thousand emails. To all staff and to all parents throughout the district, letting you know that the weather situation and monitoring the situation. Security is beefed up at eight schools across the district. Elk Grove High School is one of the half a dozen schools targeted by pranksters today in Northern California. From Modesto to Fairfield. See, it's more out there. The creepy clown pictures have also been frightening the students at Fairfield. Especially since they're coming from Fairfield High, saying that they're either going to kill or kidnap people, and specifically, actually terrifying because I have friends. Scary pictures have been showing up from coast to coast. I'm just freaking out because I'm going all over Instagram, and all I see is clowns, 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 clowns. How does this, how does this, how does like this go worldwide? School district officials have been monitoring the pictures. They've contacted law enforcement. I think any threat against us. Okay, that's what we're going with. So, if it actually is credible, he's he's one of them dudes. He's, he's like, fuck it, bro. it is what it is. Right. We're all gonna die. It is we're all gonna what die. it is. It's like, no, no, they're children. <clears throat> <laughs> that's the what we're going with. Dad, are we gonna die? <laughs> well, that's what we're going with. <laughs> I think any credit. Administrators and students are hoping to put the cloud party. Either way, on the way. They have that surprise. Like with KCRA 3 Um, so, 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 so. So I guess there were like some threads. They weren't credible. They did, they did, they did. So it says creepy clown on social media threatens Fairfield schools. That's really cool. Like he, apparently they threatened him. So let's see. But there, we just watched watch the story that talks about students. There are definitely concerned, and that's why extra patrols. Uh, Let's see. Okay, so this is what Yeah, like I said, babe, they're not out here. Except for like the Elk Grove High threat, but that was through like Google. See, now when I was in I mean, South I'm Carolina, Google. that's where it all started. Yeah, because you guys have like the woods and shit. Yeah, the clouds hurt. Don't you guys have like the woods out there? Yeah. See, and so it's coming out the woods, huh? Yeah. Why don't you look at me? I was looking for one there. 
I guess they don't have that. Like I told you. I swear I saw a video. Babe, there was none out here. I'm trying to tell you. They was not fucking with this area because it's too goddamn ghetto. <laughs> they said fuck that shit. So apparently... Same with, like, the Bay Area. They wasn't out there either. Like, no one was fucking with that shit. Man, some some of them were just really weird and creepy. They, they were, like, like, they were messing with people that lived the out when by the woods When I was standing in the store. Like... Warning, this is a story about creepy clowns. What's that clown phobia called? Mm-hmm. There's a name for it, I just can't think of it. Off the top of my head. Hmm. But yeah, like, when all those videos started, and like, all the places... See, they spotted it, uh, Detroit. And all those pranks started and whatnot, it was like, usually, and like... Um, super fancy neighborhoods, you know, like, because they had those, like, doorbell cameras, you know, mm-hmm. um, or it would be, like, in, like, places where people live near, like, um, nature or, like, the woods or something, you know, because, like, that was probably a really good place to, like, pull a prank because, like, the woods just naturally kind of creepy, um, <clears throat> So, you know, I guess it's kind of like that, in a sense. I don't mm-hmm. know. But, like, yeah, they definitely weren't out here, though. And I'm pretty sure it's because this area, just Sacramento in general, it's just not the place to pull a prank, especially that kind of prank. People are... <laughs> right. Same with the Bay Area. Like, I don't, I didn't hear any news stories about, like, it's going to the Bay Area, either. Like, it was always in the woods in different states like it was never I don't know super Mm. wild populations that is yeah and in the woods you are more isolated your neighbor's not right next door he's like down the road you know what I mean so so if a clown comes to your backyard (laughs) and you live out in the woods you would have to make it to your vehicle and then drive down to your neighbor's house for help or call them. But, like, yeah, it's not, like, how, you know, we can just look over and, like, okay, we have, like, houses right next to our house, right? Like, yeah, it's, like, so those pranks were, you know, easier to make more scary out there because, you know, there's it, there is more isolation. Mm. That was a lot to get out. <laughs> yeah, he's really mad. He was really mad about this shit. All this shit because it was becoming really dangerous. It was like more than just a prank. Because some weren't pranking. Some were going out with the intention to harm people dressed up as that. And then with some, people were accidentally harming or killing... Um, people that were dressed up as clowns just to prank and not to harm so like people were getting confused and not necessarily innocent but innocent in the sense that they weren't out to harm people those people got hurt or injured all because of this whole paranoia about like the clowns and like people were having a hard time telling the difference between the ones that were just playing the prank and the ones that were actually going out with some fucked up intentions in mind, you know? Right. You think that's it? Somebody's trying to enjoy? Uh, oh shoot! Hold up! <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let's see. Hello there! Hello there! Oh, no. How are you doing? I'm fine. Welcome to Very good. Thanks for tuning in. You're here live on the show. Congratulations. What's your name? I'm Priyanshu. Okay. All right. All right. Give it up for oh. my boy. What are you guys doing? 
<clears throat> We're telling some scary stories. Have you ever heard about uh, clowns? No. You know, people dressing up like clowns. They put on, you know, some makeup, and they put on. A, mm-hmm. a yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're we're kind of going over that. Um, this is a a free fall Halloween. I'm not sure uh, where are you where are you um where are you from? I'm from India. India. Oh, nice. So, <clears throat> uh, do you guys celebrate Halloween in India? No. Have you heard of Halloween? Yes, I know. So you know about Halloween. That's cool. So literally, we're just, uh, we're talking about some Halloween sort of related stuff. You know, it's supposed to be spooky, you know, scary. So, um, you have any scary stories for us? Anything that, you know, maybe some paranormal, maybe you've seen a ghost, maybe <laughs> something disappeared. This is your chance to tell us. No, I don't have, but in India, we believe in this. Uh, well, um, I guess that's a good thing. That's okay. Well, you could always chime into the conversation we're having. So here, we're going to play uh, yes. a clip from... Uh, Do you from use Instagram? Uh, yeah, actually, we are on Instagram. That's, How uh, can I follow uh, you? For sure, yeah. Go ahead and uh, we'll fall back. Dude. Our, How uh, can I follow? Instagram. I don't get your Instagram ID. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to pull it up right now. So that's going to be podcast puff. So P O D C A S T P U F F S underscore. So podcast puffs underscore. And that's the page. So while you're getting that together, we're getting the Instagram thing going. About to show you this little clip from uh, the news station CBS this morning, where they're going over how people have a fear of clowns entering the area and harassing them. So, did you send in the discussion section? What was that? Where I can find you on Instagram? Um, let's see. We can't even get on the discussion because we're on Android. What's all that? Yeah, I'm yeah, from Android too. A, how about you give me your Instagram and I'll tag you. I think program. I think I have the link to address. You can you can connect me there. You have a link tree. Yeah, in my profile. Oh, okay. Perfect. Let's see. All right, let's follow. All right, we follow you. And then later we'll click on the link tree. And now we're following him, so you can go back to it. Right, so we're following you now. You still there, bud? Yeah, he's just on mute. He might be doing (laughs) something. That's okay. All right, yeah. so we're going to get back into the yes, yeah. sort of where we left off. So sorry if it's a little choppy. It started in late August when children in South Carolina reported seeing a clown beckoning them in the woods, but those reports were never confirmed. The clown scare was even brought up at a White House press briefing this week. I wonder if the President's aware of this. I don't know. The White House wants to see The White House. No, but like. I said it was in South Carolina. Some are so upset by the perceived threats, they're ready to take the law into their own hands. Hundreds of students at Penn State University launched late-night bandits after clowns reportedly seen on campus. It's that type of behavior that's put some professional clowns on edge. I've been flipped off. I've been I've had trash thrown at my car. Um, I've been uh, experiencing excessive propane while performing. So why are so many into the panic. Hoaxes and attempts to frame people and people buying into it have happened throughout history. We're ripe for this right now. Social media, which allows 
are propagating very quickly. And because right now, there are countries very anxious about otherness. In addition to the suspects accused of making online threats, some of those who've been kind arrested of are charged like, with making uh, professional clowns that do that for work. Um, we're getting, um, you know, hate <clears throat> and getting the whole paranoia part of that situation uh, was getting taken out on them. Uh, you know, because it's not their fault. Because, um, you know, they're doing it for good, not to harm. Um, so, yeah, that does suck that, like, professional clowns were <laughs> getting a lot of backlash. What do you think about the story? I didn't get it. What was that? I didn't get it. Um, so basically what they're saying is um, it's it's pretty much nationwide at this point. People dressing up like clowns and trying to scare people. And this happened about four years ago. People are dressing up as clowns, um, you know, trying to get a reaction out of people on social media. And, um, you know, there's people who are really afraid. You know, there's a bunch of people who got together and tried to go on a manhunt. Um, there's. And professional clowns were. Yeah, and there's people who do it for a living. They're being mistreated. So how, how, how does all that make you feel? (laughs) Knowing that's going on in the U.S. (laughs) Yes. Okay, a little bit of that. All right. Well, have you have you heard about um? Have you heard any ghost stories before? Yes, I heard. Okay, okay. So look, we're gonna go over some some ghost stories with you, and then after that, you're gonna tell me what you think about it. Okay. Okay. All right. So. uh Appreciate you coming on the show, man. Yeah, um, thanks for joining. Yeah. No. So what what brings you here? Just want to talk and make new friends. Okay, cool. That's cool. I can dig that. I didn't get your request on Instagram now. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we have to get back to the show, but we're following you, so we'll we'll definitely do that. Don't worry, we'll get on that. Yes, yes. So, okay. So, um, <clears throat> here are fifteen spooky stories that will keep you up at night. Um, <laughs> this is a two sentence horror story. You ready for it? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I finally found my wife, the kidney she needed. It took forever to track down everyone she donated organs to after the crash. Wow. <laughs> so what did you think of that? That's rather funny. It was funny? <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> it, 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 you know, a little. <laughs> uh, I, I agree. That Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> um. Um, I do a little bit. I guess it all depends. Yeah, hundred percent believe on ghosts. Some things are just unexplainable. You know, some things are just beyond understanding. And you know, I can understand that. I try not to get into that. <laughs> it's scary. Well, yeah, do you know about India something? What is it? Yep, everything is paranormal. Oh my god. So this is perfect. This is perfect for you to be on the show and for you to talk about this paranormal stuff. Actually, I think we should go over that, that other video. What other video? Uh, the, the Mr. Ball. Oh. Let's see. Uh, do you, do you do TikTok? No, it's banned in India. Oh, it's banned in India. Dang. Yeah, recently banned. Because Chinese server, it was in Chinese server. Oh man. Well, I'm pretty sure you guys aren't missing it at all. 
but no we are not listening you too it's good that it gone you have youtube so that's yes. always good right yeah google facebook right yes yes everything all right let's see uh this man on youtube he tells paranormal stories so we want to see your reaction to this one do you want to know about india about paranormal activity and temples is that right uh, i ha- i know a channel on youtube which explains in english oh yeah well we we'll have to check it yeah. out what's it called yes uh, i don't remember the name but as you connect me on instagram i will dm you i'll follow back you and i will send you the link great okay i'm going to pop you the link yeah sounds like a deal although we can't do it while we're on the phone we will and But then we have another discussion yes for sure yeah because it's night it's 12 19 late night so i have to go for sleep oh you got to get some rest well you know what yeah. we still thank you for uh coming on the show we're definitely going to connect with you on social media and like you, you copy my link so that you can connect me Yeah, absolutely. We see uh, that you're actually pretty popular on here, dude. So, yeah, we're going to stay in touch. <laughs> yes, yes. Further we All will right. more connect on Green Room. I will share some story. Please do. Thank yeah, you so much, definitely. dude. We're so excited to hear what you have for us. Yes. So, right, okay, thanks, bye. Mate. Good night. You have a good night. Okay. <clears throat> so let's it? give a round of applause for him being on the show. It was very nice to have him on. I can't wait to hear um, you know, some of his stories um of paranormal in India. That sounds very um interesting and I'm excited. Um so yeah, um we'll be back with that sometime on here eventually. That'll be exciting, right? Yes. In the meantime though, let's continue this um podcast episode. So what do we have going on now? We were kind of discussing clowns and all that. Mm-hmm. We're kind of branching out into something else. So what are we doing next? Or uh, I was trying to see if we have the ghost videos. Um if you go to his actual page on YouTube, um he has like different um like uh you know uh playlists that are like have titles go to his page <clears throat> go to playlist okay so you're looking for like ghost stuff mm-hmm. all right make sure we aren't missing i know i'm going to make another one make sure we're not missing plus it'll vibrate okay <clears throat> so we have two spooky stories we have um We got one creepy audio, seven disturbing videos. We have uh 52 paranormal videos and 25 hauntings. So what do you want? <laughs> paranormal. Paranormal. All right. <clears throat> so we've got the Russian sleep experiment. We've got dead girl comes back to life. We've got the most believable something. We've got the most terrifying mystery something um something about a fawn um the real exorcism of Emily Rose um US marine hunted by unidentified creature um alien abduction we've got shadowy people monsters we've got a lot we've got a lot. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> Should we start with the Russian sleep experiment? Since it's at the top. Mm-hmm. I Did like you try that? No. Upload this. Pull it up. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm getting I'm, I'm not right. getting I am. All right. So here's what we're going to do. 
let's pause this for a second. Okay, so here's the plan. We're gonna talk about this video, and after that, we're gonna wrap it up, and um, we're gonna go get something to eat and get another cup of coffee, because that sounds delicious. Russian scientists wanted to find a way to keep their So what they did is they found a fly and offered them their freedom if they went through this experiment, which tell you went silence. And so the way it worked is they were put aside
Uh, apparently, they could tell that there were people in there, probably at least four or five, that were breathing oxygen. So, so they believed they were alive, but after three days of silence, which didn't make sense, they determined, well, there are microphones are, are broken, and that's a problem. Um, or there's something wrong with the subjects themselves. So they decide that they're going to use the intercom to reach out to the subjects and basically tell them that they're going to, like, hey, you know, we're going to test the microphones coming into the chamber. Um, you, you need to lay on the ground and not interact with us. If you comply, we will offer one of you immediate release. So there's silence after they use the intercom, decide to talk to the intercom. And one, of the uh, subjects. Now, to this point, again, for three days of silence, one of the subjects clears the gate, talks into the microphone, and just says, no longer one. So the researchers are like, okay, I guess they're alive, and our microphones work. So <laughs> silence continues all the way up until the resource learn subjects are not speaking. And so what they did is they flushed the room on the stick of it and and placed it right there. And that's when they started hearing screaming from the subjects inside and they were begging them, researchers to turn the gas back on, pleading begging, please turn it back on as if they were dying. And then they opened the chamber and now they're laying eyes on the chamber for the first time since like 10 days, since like five days. They're seeing the chamber with their own eyes for the first time and it's straight out of a forest. Four of the five subjects are still alive. The fifth subject was perished at some point. There was chunks of flesh that had been taken off of its chest and its leg and had been jammed Rain in the center of the room, and they told Yeah, and of course, we gotta get an ad thanks to YouTube. But, you know, thanks again, thanks again. Flooded rooms, almost four inches of water on the ground, like murky, stagnant, like, you know, lots of gross stuff in their water all over the ground. And uh, there's this, this, this subject, and all four of them uh, have also there's chunks of their own flesh that's been ripped off of their body. And it was later determined that self-inflicted these chunks of meat off of them. Um, and it was not by teeth, it was by hand. And I also, they were eating, so they were ripping off pieces of their body and eating it. The, the food storage that was down there had <clears throat> It was like they had all lost the mind and eaten themselves. These subjects did not want to leave the chamber. They just continued to beg for the gas to be turned back on. So finally, they brought in some uh, soldiers to actually extract the, the living uh, subjects out of the chamber, but they fought so aggressively to stay there. In fact, one of the subjects jumped up and bit the neck of one of the soldiers. He actually fled from them. Ew. Also, one of the subjects in the struggle is sleep rubbing with the keyblade. So now, you have two casualties just getting them out of the room. They finally get the three remaining subjects, living subjects, out of the room. And they heavily restrain them, bring them to a medical facility. They need to go under surgery to get chunks of their own flesh ripped off the organs. And uh, the most injured of the three is immediately brought into surgery, while the other two are going to tell them. And they try to give him a sedative in order to, to prepare him for surgery. This is not the anesthetic. This is just the sedative. And, it, and it's like he's immune to it. So they give him the sedative. It does not. It's just like resisting them and banging him back on the gas. And then finally they say, okay, well, we're just going to give him the anesthetic. They bring it out. They tell him, we're going to give him the anesthetic. We're going to give him the surgery. He starts viciously fighting back. He does not want the anesthetic, pleading for them. Not to give him the anesthetic, must remain awake, needs to remain awake, back under the gas. And in his struggle to not have the anesthetic given to him, 
he manages to tear one of the leather straps and holding it down to an extreme amount of force. And then finally, when they give him the anesthetic, they give him like 10 times the dose of the leather straps to come down. Uh, as soon as he fell asleep, Doc, chapter passes away, they move on to the next worse off uh, subject, the guy who had torn his whole they bring him in for surgery. And he Man, can't speak, but he's shaking his everywhere. head. He doesn't want the anesthetic, he doesn't want the surgery, and he's fighting with them, and he actually passes know. out from exhaustion. And he too, once he falls asleep, or I guess falls unconscious, he dies as well. So now there's only one it subject left. The other two <laughs> just everywhere. that have lived pulled out of the chamber and now die as soon as they come in. Scientists don't have anything to plot. Instead of bringing the last survivor into the surgery, now they've witnessed two surgeries and him. Yeah. They decide, let's put this guy back in the chamber and turn the gas back Why would you put him back in the chamber? So in preparation for Talk about sleep. And even back in the 
like just I would feel like I was losing mind if I was not getting enough sleep. And I probably was. Because I wasn't focused on anything, you know? Oh. Um, and I wasn't resting, so like every time like I would finally like fall asleep. It's like there's never enough sleep. Well, I'm glad you can make it, <laughs> but we just can't do it. You smoke me? Well, hopefully, um, everyone enjoyed those stories. And the shot. Okay, well, I'm gonna take a headshot. Yep, and I'm gonna wrap this up. So, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for joining us today on Talking with Cannabis.